It's Sunday the 24th of September, I'm Justin Dawson, it's time for another episode of the All Things Techie podcast where we're going to be talking about drones, we're going to be talking about Tech Connect, the new Sony camera that sort of let me down because of the SD card, maybe my fault, Uh, Google Maps and a lot, lot more. It's all coming up in the All Things Techie podcast, stay tuned. Here's the show that loves to talk about gadgets and gizmos, from A-Logic to Yamaha, cameras to control panels. You get what I mean. We love talking all things techie. In fact, that's the name of the show. And here is your host, Justin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 83 of the All Things Techie podcast. I am your host, Justin Dawson, live from Ireland, uh, from Dublin, Ireland, on Sunday, the 24th of September, 2023. Hope you are getting on well. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with the program, you can do so by visiting our website, www.allthingstech.ie. We're on Twitter, also known as X, also known as formerly Twitter. I still don't know what to call it anymore. The social media platform X. Uh, you can see the details below if you're watching us on YouTube, which I hope you are. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube and subscribe as well. Justin underscore or underscore Dawson. I'm also on Instagram on the same details. Justin underscore or un- underscore Dawson. And I'm wearing my red Liverpool top celebrating a 3-1 win over West Ham as well today. Uh- <laughs> Just have to throw that in as well. Uh, yes, get in contact with the program. You can also email comments at allthingstech.ie. We have a button on the All Things Techie website if you want to send us voice notes as well. Busy couple of weeks, guys. Um, I have been at Tech Connect Live and I had previously, the day beforehand, bought myself this, the Sony uh, ZV-1 M2 camera. Uh, this thing's an absolute beast of a camera. Uh, the only problem was that I had some uh, SD card issues when I arrived. So this is what the actual Sony camera looks like when you record in 4K HD. Um, I was having problems with the SD card uh, a couple of times while I was at Tech Connect Live which jeopardized me from using the video. I had only got the camera the day beforehand. I'm still learning this camera. Um, some things a bit temperamental with the SD card. Uh, unfortunately, I lost a lot of footage. I really want to send my thanks out to Ian Kelly, CEO of Drone Consultants Ireland, who gave me an SD card that fitted. Then I took my recordings home and they were all corrupt. I've tried to recover them in every way, shape and form, but they were unrecoverable. But I did get some audio um, from Nicholas Grennan, um, director of Ping Media Management, was talking on stage at the social media stage. Have a listen to this. Inconsistent branding, very simple, but it happens all the time. I'm constantly handing on to people about focusing on your brand. What is it? What colors do you have? What fonts do you have? What's your tone of voice, your theme? Why do all these matter? Having a bit of a brand strategy, which is a separate topic of social media in place and knowing that in the social media space, it's hugely important for keeping your social media profiles almost like a brochure for your business. 
a lot of people nowadays won't go to the website to start, they'll head to your social media platforms to find out more about you. And first impressions matter, so keeping consistent branding and removing any challenges that may arise from inconsistent branding can be hugely important. And then of course, time management. Day to day in everybody's life, they face issues with time, how you handle it. Social media is no different. It requires attention to detail and to time. You need to be active at the right times. You need to post efficiently. You need to keep consistency at all times. So using scheduling tools and optimizing platforms like that to minimize the time spent but maximize the output can be really important and a challenge that a lot of people face in the social media space. So keep on top of what's trending and not just trends. This is a point I've only recently discussed with a lot of people. I think everybody knows a trend as, particularly as it relates to TikTok and Instagram, a song or a dance or something popular in the media that brands can take their own spin on, get a lot of attention, but by next week it's irrelevant and it doesn't really matter within their whole marketing strategy going forward. Just grab short-term attention and gets a lot of clout for the business. But what's trending is very different. Here I'm referring to softwares and topics in the industry that businesses can double down on to better focus in on their social media strategies, make things easier, and drive forward. First of these, and I'm sure you'll hear a lot about this today, is AI and chatbots. Now, I'm no stranger to AI. I use it every day, whether it's copywriting, content suggestions, analyzing data. ChatGBT is probably the most common of these which everybody talks about. There's a number of other ones that will generate content for you for people that don't need on-site consistent content but need to create something unique online. Being on top and having a strategy in place as to how you'll use this for your business and who knows how to use it as well is very important. Knowing video first content is definitely growing and has grown a lot in the last few years thanks to Instagram Reels and TikTok. Short form video gets a lot more engagement and again, I know other people will be speaking about this today and focusing on video. It gets a lot more engagement because it's a lot less boring than statics and graphics and plain old data. So focusing on this within your business and your content strategy can really help in getting better bang for your book in your social media strategy efforts. Ephemeral content. A bit of a funny word in the sense ephemeral. I know a lot of people might not be familiar with what that means, but I like to refer to it as here today, gone tomorrow content. It's very hype building and short lived. For example, social media stories on Facebook and Instagram. Snapchat is a 24 hour platform. You post something, someone sees it, it's gone. But it helps resonate, build personality, and kind of share in the moment content with individuals that might not be as clean and polished and as important as the rest of your social media marketing um, pieces of content that publish to your grid. And then finally, social commerce. Social commerce is very important for product businesses and service businesses that can sell online directly. I think platforms are continuously integrating it more, whether it's TikTok shopping, Instagram shopping, Facebook marketplace, and so on. Narrowing down and shortening the customer journey from seeing something they want and buying it. They don't have to go to your website, click all these buttons. They can quickly go straight to the Instagram store and buy it directly. So optimizing that for your business 
knowing that all four of these are trending points and there's a lot more out there that businesses can hone in on to help accelerate their social media going forward. So I've been up here talking for the last 14 minutes now and people are probably wondering why does all of this matter? Why does strategy, why does trends matter? Why is it important to deal with challenges? Well, social media is slowly becoming the media. It's not a platform that's here today and it's gone tomorrow. It's here to stay in the long term. It's, performed, it's become a huge way of connecting with individuals and businesses alike. As I mentioned, it's grown by 1.7 million people in the last year alone, and that will only continue as new platforms come to life. Businesses have to be relevant on social media and be active to remain relevant in the media nowadays. But most importantly, and the purpose of unlocking the full power of social media is that without a strategy, this just simply isn't possible. Have it, guys i know that was an audio recording and i had to just do a bit of an overlay if you're watching the video as well but nicholas uh, grennan director of ping media management uh talking about social media being the new media and you know what it is true social media is the new media you know you you hear of news stories you hear of rumors you hear of even the protests that's taken place recently in dublin city center not that i condone them or anything like that uh far right groups uh, protesting outside our irish parliament or also known as the door for all our uh, international listeners um and you see some of the, this material that's been posted up on social media now social media is the new media is it the correct media or the false media you could go into a whole discussion i could have stayed at actually at the social media stage uh, all day long listening to uh different topics whether it be about how to improve your social media presence for your business or how social media is the new media it's a great it's a great topic and a topic probably we will return to on the all things techie podcast as well but uh also, uh, wanted to do a big plug because in March 2024, uh, the first and second of March 2024, I have to do a big shout out to the Drone Summit. I am really looking forward to this. I'm going to be attending as a press member as well. Speakers include Julie Garland, founder and CEO of AV Train, uh, Shane O'Leary, founder and director of Monster Drones, uh, Kim James, director of UAB Aerial Works, uh, Ian uh, Keely, as I mentioned, CEO of Drone Consultants Ireland. Really interesting guy. I'm going to get Ian on uh, one of our future episodes. Oshin McGrath, UAV Specialist, and Keith Tracy, Managing Director of XYZ3D. I hope I pronounced that right. XYZ3D, uh, uh, Managing Director uh, Keith Tracy. He will also be speaking at the Drone Summit. Uh, DroneEventsIreland.com, if you want to buy your tickets. Um, they are uh, from the on the RDS from March the first and second 2024 there's going to be loads of other events coming up uh in the not so distant future that all things techie will be covering as well but as we are on the topic of drones nottingham's goose fair police ban drone flights police have been have banned drone flights above nottingham's goose fair over safety concerns the fair once one of the oldest in Europe is popular with drone pilots seeking aerial pictures and footage of a spectacularly illuminated rides. Well, it is very, 
illuminated. However, a no-fly zone for drones within 750 metres or 2,461 feet have been imposed for this year's event. Those who break the restriction face fines or prosecution, uh, Nottinghamshire police warned. The annual Goose Fair is one of the largest travelling fairs in Europe and dates back to more than 700 years. This year's fair at the Forest Recreation Ground will take place from the 29th of September and the 8th of October and police said the airspace restriction in force will be enforced during their duration. Nottinghamshire's uh, Police Chief Drones Pilot Sergeant Vince Saunders says drones are increasingly popular with photographers and filmmakers and I know of many of them that will be keen to get a spectacular overhead shot of this popular and colourful event. But sadly we have previously had drone issues with drones being flown in an inconsiderate way posing a potential risk to people and equipment on the ground. These kind of restrictions are now common in such large open air events so it is wise for all pilots to assume that they cannot fly above any similar gathering. As a drone enthusiast myself the last thing I want is for fellow enthusiasts to get caught out at this or any other major public event. He said live maps and temporary restrictive zones for drones were available on smartphone apps and he urged all pilots to check them before flying. Um, restrictions are also published in by the Civil Aviation Authority in the UK. So <laughs> it's getting more, and again, I can't wait to talk to Ian uh, Keeley from, uh, on the podcast. He has so much wealth. I could have s- sat with Ian all day long while at the Tech Connect Live as well. And uh, many thanks to Ian for digging me out of the situation with an SD card. Just think that whatever happened with the formatting or something, it didn't accept the, the card in the Sony and I tried to recover it. Anyways, but... Uh, Going to be doing a lot more with the vlogging camera when I'm at events in the not-so-distant future. All Things Techie Podcast. Now, Dell Technologies and the University of Limerick joined forces using AI to advance predictive and diagnostic cancer research. This is a great article. Dell Technologies has joined forces with the University of Limerick's Digital Cancer Research Centre to develop an AI platform and digital twin technology to power predictive and diagnostic research in oncology. The technology can help clinicians provide more effective cancer care for those with B-cell lymphonia, from spreading diagnosis to providing enhanced treatment and improving long-term outcomes for patients in Ireland and worldwide. Dell created an AI platform for the university that delivers high-performance computing power to accelerate oncology and precision medicine research. The platform sits with the Digital Cancer Center's multi-cloud ecosystem. It is powered by Dell's latest storage arrays and Dell's PowerEdge servers, optimized for AI to produce cancer patient digital twins for better diagnostics. With the new AI platform, researchers can rapidly accelerate biomarker testing for cancer, gain a better understanding of how to treat patients with B-cell lymphonia and develop personalized therapies based on a person's tumor characteristics. By using emerging technologies, researchers at the Digital Pathology Unit at the University of Limerick's Digital Cancer Research Center can also better understand the uh, pathogenesis of the malignancies and develop a novel therapeutic approaches. <laughs> that was not easy to say, listeners. <laughs> the researchers are particularly interested in the possibility that collagen with the tumour uh, microenvironment can cause 
the cancer cells to spread around the body and to the central nervous system. Having already identified novel ways to block collagen, uh, the research could now lead to a new treatment to cure patients before the tumour spreads. Great story and uh, another one that we love to get as an interview on the All Things Techie podcast. We will follow up on that. Let's take a break. Attention all Irish audiovisual professionals. Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Look no further than AV Groupie, Ireland's ultimate online hub for audiovisual networking. Join a vibrant community of AV experts where you can connect, collaborate and create magic together, all from the comfort of your device. Whether you're a lighting wizard, a sound maestro, a visual effects guru or any AV enthusiast, AV Groupie is the place to be. Post your portfolio, exchange ideas, find exciting opportunities and stay updated with the latest in industry trends. The power of networking is just a click away. AV Groupie, the network for Irish AV professionals. Visit avgroup.ie. So there you have it. Uh, the break includes the soft launch of avgroup.ie or AV Groupie as we like to call it. Um, I'm delighted to bring this to the Ireland uh, AV network. You can sign up by clicking on the button here. Uh, saying with the plus symbol to sign up. You enter in your name, your username, your email address, you verify, so let's go. You can read the terms and conditions. You select your gender. The birth date is just for us. Uh, the about me is just for us, so we know that you are an Irish AV person. And you select what category you fall under. You select what county you are in in Ireland and country should always be Ireland, hopefully. Once you click register, it will offer you to upload an avatar or you can skip. And a verification email will be sent to your email. Uh, please verify your email address and then one of our moderators will register you. Once you have registered, let's log in. And once you have logged in, if you click on your actual name, it will bring you into the social media area. And this is the main page. Uh, AV Groupie Photos, this will show you the latest photos that have been uploaded by all of our members. You can view all of your members by going to Members and All Members. You can also search for Members. You can uh, search for your friends or set, see what requests have been sent or pending uh, your approval. In the group section, we have groups to do AV buy and sell. So if you're buying or selling any secondhand AV gear in Ireland, you can advertise it here free of charge. We have the AV job ferry. If you have a job in the AV industry in Ireland or you are looking for a job, please list them here. Each one of these groups you do have to be approved into by one of our moderators. Uh, we have the reseller and dealer group. We have the end user group, the distributor group, the consultants group, the and the integrator group. And if you notice that there's any group that you would like to have added there, please uh, email us at contact at avgroup.ie. On the right hand side, you have a list of events. And if we go into Irish events, you'll see any of the upcoming events that are taking place, including the Vixa Exchange live event that is taking place and it will be the launch of AV Groupie 
uh, the exchange live trends in the Helix Dublin City University on the 22nd of November at 2023 at 12 o'clock. Uh, I encourage whether you're a student studying audiovisual in Ireland, whether you're a professional in audiovisual, whether you're doing live events, whether you're doing um, reselling, whatever. We have different subgroups and we love you to get in involved. It's free of charge to get involved. So please do visit www.avgroup.ie and sign up there. We're going to be doing a proper launch at uh, the Avixa workshop that will take place in the Helix in November. And I'll be uh, showing uh, people how to sign up there as well. It is an audiovisual network for the Irish AV community. Now, interesting listeners, these boots are made for walking. Now, we did discuss in previous podcasts about the fact that uh, the bikes, the rent-a-bike scheme or rent-an-e-scooter scheme over in France was completely banned. Paris does not want these rent-e-scooters uh, system. It's clogging up streets. And you see an increase on uh, rent a scooter and rent a e-bike here in Ireland but a lot of people are saying that these boots are made for walking they would rather walk to these places and there's talks of course about making Dublin city just pedestrianized as much as possible yes you will be able to travel through and commute apparently this is apparently still talks by the Irish government um, on which ways you can get into town if you were driving in a car. And they also are trying to encourage public transport, which is all well and good unless you have people with disabilities or people that need to deliver goods and services. Uh, commuters on, in County Dublin prefer walking over bikes and e-scooters as a means of getting to and from work or after a public transport journey, according to a study recently published in the inaugural issue of the Journal of Cycling and Micromobility Research. Micromobility, a term used to describe small, light electric vehicles such as bikes and e-scooters, is often prompted as low-carbon alternative that can help people move away from using private cars and taxis uh, since it can improve connectivity of existing public transport networks. However, there's been little research to date on micro-mobility and as a travel choice in the first mile, also known as the access trip, and the last mile, the egress trip of a commute. The study authors, through an online survey of 450 responses, investigated how commuters in County Dublin, Ireland, prefer to travel in the first and last mile of public transport trips. They also examined the influence of characteristics such as gender and age on people's choice of micro-mobility, including shared bicycles and e-scooters compared to walking. In the survey, residents of County Dublin were asked about the mode of transport they would choose in hypothetical commute scenarios, including the first mile of a commute with private bicycles and e-scooters, and in the last mile with shared bicycles and e-scooters. Um, and the outcomes of the study is the most surprising outcomes of the survey, said lead author Julia Oscar, PhD candidate at UCD's School of Civil Engineering. I was expecting a lot of people to be more concerned about travel time since cycling and e-scooter use drastically reduced time in the experiment. But despite this, a lot of people still deliberately choose the walking option, which is always the longest. Interesting. Now, on that interesting find, here's a thought, and I love to put it out to you, listeners and viewers. We have a, a cycle-to-work scheme here in Ireland, where if you're an employee, you can get a grant and you can buy a bicycle. 
or you can buy an e-bike apparently or an e-scooter so what if you were allowed to buy fitbit watches or um smart watches that would measure your walking and your running would you be more preferable to that than buying a bike or an e-scooter or how would you like to commute in your travels if you had a grant and it's not a car i don't mean a car or electric car well okay let's throw in the electric car there let us know allthingstech.ie comments at allthingstech.ie is also the address there as well if you'd like to get in contact or you can also follow us on twitter or also known as x uh, youtube.com forward slash justin underscore or underscore dawson or we're on instagram as well now don't forget ise 2024 is on the way and i shall be appearing as an influencer in the influencer studio as always um, and you can book your tickets for integrated systems europe uh, it opens on october the first and i will be doing a lot of pre-show interviews um, including with uh, mike blackman and some of the organizers of ise 2024 the 20th year of integrated systems europe in barcelona looking forward to it i will be there if you're coming as well get in contact the details are below now in legal terms it's never a podcast an all things techie podcast unless i'm talking about technology and legal battles Google is accused of directing a motorist to drive off a collapsed bridge. Uh, the family of a US man who drowned after driving off a collapsed bridge are claiming that he died because of a Google failed to update its map. Philip Paxman's family are suing the company over his death, alleging that Google ne- negligently uh, failed to show the bridge had fallen nine years earlier. Mr. Paxman died in September 2022 after attempting to drive over the damaged bridge in Hickory, North Carolina. A spokesperson for Google said the company was reviewing the allegations. The company was filed in a civil court in the Wake County on Tuesday. Mr. Paxson, father of two, was driving home from his daughter's ninth birthday party at a friend's house and was unfamiliar neighbourhood at the time of his death, according to the family's lawsuit. His wife had driven his two daughters home earlier and he stayed behind to help clean up. Unfamiliar with the local roads, he relied on Google Maps, expecting it would safely direct him home to his wife and his daughters, lawyers from the family said in a statement announcing the lawsuit. Tragically, he drove cautiously in the darkest darkness and rain he unexpectedly followed google's outdated directions to what the family learned for nearly a decade was called bridge to nowhere crashing into snow creek where he drowned local residents had repeatedly contacted google to have them change their online maps after the bridge collapsed in 2013 the suit claims barriers uh, that were normally placed across the bridge entrance were missing due to vandalism according to the charlotte observer the lawsuit is also suing three local companies arguing they had a duty to maintain the bridge. Um, we have asked have the deepest sympathy we have the deepest sympathies for the Paxson family, a spokesperson for Google uh, told AP News. Our goal is to provide accurate routing for information in maps and we are reviewing the, this lawsuit. Wow. That is going to be an interesting lawsuit and uh, hopefully we'll bring you more details on the All Things Techie podcast in the not-so-distant future. 
TikTok was fined 345 million euro over children's data privacy in Ireland. This is in, on the 15th of September. Irish regulators have fined TikTok 345 million euro or 296 million pounds for violating children's privacy. The complaint concerned how the social media app handled children's data in 2020, particularly around the age verification and privacy settings. It is the biggest fine to date TikTok has received from regulators. A spokesperson for the social media firm said it respectfully disagrees with the decision, particularly around the level of the fine imposed. The criticisms are also focused on features and settings that were in place three years ago and that we made changes to well before the investigation even began, such as setting all under 16 accounts to be private by default, they said. The fine was issued by Ireland's Data Protection Commission, the DPC, under the EU's General Data Protection Regulation, GDPR, privacy law. GDPR sets out the rules that companies must follow when handling data. The DPCP found that TikTok had not been transparent enough with children about its privacy settings and had raised questions about how their data was being processed. Data Protection Commissioner Helen Dixon told BBC News the inquiry also found that accounts made by those aged between 13 and 17 were made public by default on registration, meaning the content they posted was visible to anyone. So uh, interesting when TikTok will actually pay up this and what the money will be used for. We will uh, keep you posted on the All Things Techie podcast. And finally, Amazon Web Services secures green light for three new data centres in North County, Dublin. Despite objections, Amazon Web Services has secured planning permission for contentious plans to construct three new data centres in North Dublin. This follows Fingal County Council's giving the go-ahead to AWS firm Universal Developers for the new data centre buildings with a combined power load of 70. 73 megawatts. The data centre campus will be on a 65-acre site at Cruz Rath Road, Dublin 15, which is near Blanchestown, I believe. The uh, addition to three granted planning permission, one AWS data centre is already operational at the campus, while construction work continues on two others. The council has granted planning permission despite op- opposition from environmental campaigners, Friends of the Earth, Not Here, Not Anywhere, uh, Glushocht and others. On behalf of Glushocht, Owen O'Leiden called on the council to reject the project, claimed that this project could lead to increased emissions in Ireland. Head of Policy of Friends of the Earth, FOTE, uh, Jerry McElvely uh, told the council that it should refuse planning permission as uh, F. OTE remains concerned about the proposed development represents serious risk in the carbon lock-in. However, the granting a seven-year planning permission, the council concluded that the construction of three data centres will be consistent with the European and government policy concerning the development of digital infrastructure. The planning authority has included a condition that prior to the operation of the data centres, that AWS have a place in a corporate power purchase agreement cppa that demonstrates that energy consumed by the data centers is matched by the new aws renewable energy generation here the chief executive of friends of the earth ushin cochlan said that the application for the three data centers amounts to 73 megawatts of power now to put this in perspective he was speaking on rt's morning ireland and he said that might not mean much to most of us if you don't understand megawatts of electricity 
But the Mount Lucas wind farm, which is 101 wind turbines, is 84 megabytes capacity. So that's at full capacity. We would barely cover this. We're planning on to bring Tarbert uh, back online this winter, running oil, because of the emergency concerns that we have about keeping the power grid stable and how to keep the lights on. And that's 150 megawatts. So half of the target will be dedicated to keeping these data centers going than keeping our lights going. Now that's a crazy statistic. And I live in Lus North County, Dublin, and we have power outages all the time. Um, like I've never lived in an area that has so many power outages. And then in North County, Dublin, where I am based, they are talking about putting three more of these data centers. That has to be problematic with the grid. An Amazon spokesperson said that there is a condition attached to the planning permission for a district heating system scheme servicing the local area. District heating systems use a central heat source and distribute it through a super insulated pipes to customers. Amazon opened its first office in Ireland back in September 2004. In April 2006, it opened a customer service centre in Cork. And in November 2007, AWS, or Amazon Web Services, launched its first infrastructure region outside of the US in Ireland. Well, that's all I have time for in this episode of the All Things Techie podcast. If you are living in Ireland, I really encourage you to sign up to AV Groupie visit www.avgroup.ie we will be doing a lot of uh, shows on the run-up to ISE 2024 the uh, details open on October the 1st uh, so get your tickets to what is the biggest event in the audiovisual uh, industry uh, ISE 2024 the 20th year of ISE uh, but for me, Justin Dawson, thank you for tuning in to the All Things Techie podcast. And until the next episode, goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Techie podcast. Part of the Extreme Media Network. Follow us on Twitter at AV Tech Junkies. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch our show on YouTube by visiting youtube.com forward slash at Justin underscore or underscore Dawson. Previous episodes of our show can be found on our official site, www.allthingstech.ie. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie.